Coming to you from the Black Swan Media Studios, this is Fireside Chats, talking to the real difference makers in the world. Now, here is your host, John Crump. We are back with another week of Fireside Chats with me, your host, John Crump, Director of the State of Virginia for GOA and also of MLA News. If you can tell, this really cool-looking hat I'm wearing is from Black Swan Tactical. Black Swan Tactical is a sponsor of our show and carries our gear. Gorilla and Guns is going to have some gear over there, too, eventually. This is a Black Swan Tactical hat right here. Check that out. You can get the Crumpy Militia hats there. And they are the exclusive seller of the patch drops. This one right here is the Crumpy Patch. Uh, $5 Super Chat will give you some a patch. $7 on the site, $5 via Super Chat, and you will get a patch. And right now, we are giving away some free stickers and some other goodies with these. All proceeds go to help my niece, Bella, who is suffering from DIPG, which is a childhood form of brain cancer. It's a really aggressive cancer, and it's not a good thing um, by any Stretch of the means. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash John Crump. And uh, if you sign up there, all proceeds from that goes to my niece Bella as well. Um, the flag is coming in soon, Gorilla and Guns. Your flag is coming in soon. I just want to let you know I checked into that today. Um, also, you can use go to hawaiianhouse.org, use code Crumpy for 10% off. Uncle Sam's Miss. Got a children, which is a great, great sponsor. Use code Crumpy for 10% off. When we get another 200 subscribers, we're going to be giving away a $100 gift certificate to Uncle Sam's Misguided Children, which is an awesome, awesome thing. Remember, BlackSwanTactical.com slash Crumpy. Now for the man of the hour from Swamp, Swamp Dog Industry, or Swamp Dog Armory. <laughs> uh, it's I thought I had COVID, but I don't have COVID, so good on me, right? Um, is uh, Cody Slocum from Flump Dog Armory and Gorilla and Guns. I know you've been shooting machine guns. Don't rub it in. I always love shooting machine guns. Yeah, that's one thing that I ain't had a chance to do yet, so that's nothing but jealousy over here. Yeah, I shoot machine guns several times a year, at least. I also see guns and barbecue out there. Um, I'm really hungry for barbecue. Yeah, go. well, but that's one reason why I'm looking forward to get my 07 and SOT so I can make my own. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Then you can have uh, uh, post samples, which yep. is really nice. the modern day stuff and a lot cheaper too. You're not paying 20K for an M16 that's 20 years no, old. Art. 16 16k for a not even an ounce of metal for a drop-in sear I, I i want a drop-in sear so bad if you don't know what a drop-in sear is most uh m16s are serialed at the actual receiver a drop-in sear is serialed so you can take that and you can drop it into any uh modern day ar legally if you own a drop-in sear so, yeah, as long as it's all, all done the right way with the right paperwork and pay your taxes. Yeah, it's just very, very uh, 
expensive and they hardly ever come up for, for sale. I've been looking at one for sale for a while and now I'm not, but I was for like two years and couldn't. I always missed out on them. Yeah, that's one thing. The one thing that I was hoping might have been good to come from the whole bump stock ban with them declaring them as a machine gun was that they might possibly reopen the registry for new machine guns, but that didn't happen. No, they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. Um that would make a whole lot of people mad that's done spent the money to invest on them, but it'd it'd bring the market back up for people to be able to get things again. Yeah. That's the only Go yeah, ahead. Be, uh, before um when I was 18, someone was selling a full auto M16 fully transferable for like two for actually for like a thousand dollars, just over a thousand dollars. And now they're like 20. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's the only product industry, whatever you can call it, that I can even think of that has a situation like that in the free market where you have a completely limited number of items that there cannot be more. Some of them is constantly going away from some of these things is a hundred years old now, just falling apart anyway. So that fixed number just keeps going down. So the prices just constantly go up. Yeah. And also I want to plug this really quick. This is the Mantis 10. I mean, the Mantis X 10 elite uh, at 2000 subscribers. We will be giving this away. This is a really good giveaway. Yeah, I mean, but firearms is just, uh, it's one of those things, they're like Pokemon cards. The older something gets, the more valuable that it is. Yep. Some people it's collect Pokemon cards. that you brought up Pokemon cards as a reference. Do you have Pokemon cards there with you? Not with me, but I have some back at the house. I just, re I just recently got rid of a, probably about a 5,000 a card collection of Magic the Gathering that I made a pretty good penny on. Actually, I think I traded it for a pistol. I know I know someone who has a uh, actually has two black lotuses. Yeah, which are very expensive. I was uh, going to say I didn't have one of them. If you play Magic the Gathering, the black lotus is actually a card that's been. If like in professional match, I know that sounds crazy. There's professional magic the gathering leagues, but it's banned because yep. basically it allows you to win whenever you play it. Yeah, and then so, of course because it's officially banned from the official tournaments and stuff, therefore it makes it more sought after by people, anyways. Yeah, it's it's definitely a collector's edition. Um, yeah, I actually have a couple stories coming up about Bitcoin and, and Tuckcoin, which is yeah. kind of interesting. What tying the magic, the gathering, is because a lot of people don't know this. The first place where you could buy Bitcoin is was Mount Gox, which was uh, Magic the Gathering uh, trading, a trading website where you can trade cards. Yeah. And, trading bitcoin on there and a lot of people don't realize bitcoin came out of well the first sale of bitcoin came out of magic a magic the gathering site yep 
And then, of course, there for a long time, nobody really knew or even heard about Bitcoin at all until the last few years. I, That's I one thing that makes me so mad is because I, I jumped on it when it first started. And somewhere out there is a hard drive that I had been mining Bitcoin on that I had 120 Bitcoin on that hard drive. And considering one Bitcoin now is worth eight to nine grand. That's one of them things that just makes you shake your head. Yeah, I see Devin Coon out there fall. Hello, Devin. Uh, the raccoon. Oh, interesting. Trash panda. Yeah. Uh, I know a guy who bought $6,000 worth of Bitcoin back in 2009. Yep. It was going for 200, 250 Bitcoin for $50. Yep. I remember. $1,000 worth. He dumped all his life savings and we were all like what the hell are you doing he's like i don't know some guy told me i should do it it's like don't listen to that guy he's an idiot then when and it then, hit, now, then it hit eighteen thousand, and the same guy called him up and said okay sell it and we're like why are you selling it it's gonna go up higher he's like i don't know the guy told me to sell it he told me to buy it he told me to sell it and then and then right after that it started coming down again yeah, he was like a millionaire. And I'm like, do you even know what a Bitcoin is? He's like, no idea. Just some dude told me I should buy them and then sell them. <laughs> like a drunk guy. <laughs> what do I say? I love, I love the generic, the whole genericness of it. Oh, just some guy. Yeah, Bitcoin is not 11K. That's good. I got to look. Um, I bought a bunch of Bitcoin. I guess when it was at uh, a little bit under 1,000, I still have it. I, I did take a little bit of it. Uh, Rexilium, which is a suppressor company, they actually take Bitcoin, and I bought a suppressor with Bitcoin. There you go. Yeah, if I still had all them coins that I was mining, I'd be putting it towards a Barrett. Yeah. Because that yeah. was back when you, there was like less than a dollar a coin back in like 2000. 2003 right right after they first came out when no, you could actually mine it with a regular computer yeah they came out 2009 ish oh well yeah then yeah i'm a little Satoshi bit late times nakamura uh was the creator of bitcoin and no one knows who he is uh i get a feeling that he is a actually a government the reason why i think he's uh, like some type of government, rather Israel, the United States, or whatnot, is the dude has massive amounts of coins. Like, if he cashed them, he'd be the richest person in the world. He hasn't touched them at all. Yeah. Now, who's going to create something? Plus, also the security of Bitcoin. People have been trying to break Bitcoin and find vulnerabilities for 11 years now. And not a single vulnerability has ever been found in Bitcoin, which is amazing. So it's either the guy who's the most amazing, prolific uh, coder of all times, most prolific genius of all times, or is a government and was a team of people. That's at yep. least what I mean. And that's the thing that it it's all comes from coding, just ones and zeros. Mm-hmm. Ons and offs. 
Uh, definitely on and off. I got to get my, I got a computer, which I used to write my, uh, write. Well, I got a new, I got a new computer to help me write my apps. Yeah. Um, well, let me turn on virtual machine and you need to turn on virtual machine to have a, a certain feature on the, uh, on the uh, Android app studio to work. So I can't, if won't turn a chance to look into it. But we're not a tech talk show here. We are a gun <laughs> talk show. Yeah. And we're going to be making an announcement on a bunch of shows. But I do decide, I, I have decided, I, I, I haven't told you this. I think we're going to give people a preview today because I think things are going to move really fast from here on in. But uh -huh. So everything will be set up to do whatever we need to do where uh, I will start going on shows and bring you on shows like King Strange and stuff like that to announce what yeah. we're doing and Gunja Gadgets and stuff like that. So a bunch of big YouTubers are going to be pushing it. So we might as well break it on my show since it is, I'm involved in the project. Um, all right. Do you have the pictures that I sent you or you want me to send you them sample pictures real quick? Uh, you sent them to me on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can pull them up there. All right. So, as you all know, my, my niece Bella is very, very sick with uh, brain cancer, which kind of sucks. But Swamp Dog and a bunch of sponsors have stepped up and they have created a rifle to. Um, let's see if I can find it. Hold on. I'm trying to find the picture. If, if not, I can send them to you real quick. I got them saved in a folder. Yeah, go ahead and send them to me. Actually, I think I have one here. Uh, let me just bring this over here. Open image, new tab. I think I got it right here. There we go. Well, basically what they're going to do is we're going to auction off our rifle to raise money for Bella. Um and I think I have it right here. Uh, well, basically what they're going to do. Damn it. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, bring down the overlay here because it's not going to work with the overlay up. And I'm going to not bring up my coding window. I'm going to bring up uh, the application tab here i think this is it right here bam is that it yep this is it this is a mandalorian themed rifle that's going to be auctioned off to raise money for bella well do you want me to send you the picture with the graphics on it yes that's what i was trying to search for real quick give me just a second yeah, so this will be uh, the rifle that we're going to, going to be auctioning off to raise money for Bella. It's going to be announced on a bunch of different shows and everything else, and hopefully we will have a, a successful auction here, and uh, we'll raise a lot of money for Bella. Am I allowed to bid on it? 
I don't see why not. <laughs> I'm probably going to bet on it just to let you know. That's the alien side. So I just uh, let me know when you finish. Oh, what caliber is it? Um, it's a, it's actually a nine millimeter high point carbine. Nine millimeter high point carbine. Dressed up in a high tower armory bullpup conversion stock. That is really, really cool. And uh, the high tower armory, by the way, shout out. Uh, they make uh, bullpup stocks for all of the high point carbines from 380 all the way up to the new 10 mil. Now, that is really, really cool. Um, and the, yeah, I haven't checked with all the current COVID crisis pricing and stuff, but their stocks start out about 250 or 300 and it makes a huge difference from just the plain high-point carbine. Now, that, that is really cool. I, I really like it. Did you send me the other pictures? Uh, I only had that one picture right, right uh, now. Well, and then the one that you already the one that you already put up but i guess since you're kind of previewing it let me send you the picture that you ain't seen yet so i can get your live uh reaction of the list of sponsors and everything that's included all right all right well we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find out something i don't even know so so let's find out are you sending me it? Yep, it's sending on Instagram right now. All right, I'm going to go ahead and check my Instagram here. I'm going to pull this down, remove that in there. Uh, let's That's the full list of sponsors and items that's included in the complete package for the auction. This is awesome. Let me uh, go ahead and... Open an image, a new tab. I want to show this picture as well. This one, I haven't seen this picture yet. This is badass here. Check it out, guys. Exclusive. I'm going to open that in a new tab. Open image, a new tab. Let's go ahead and do this. I'm just going to blow this up. Let's say, are you able to zoom? Yeah, I can zoom. There you go. Actually, you know what? I'll just do this. I'm going to stop screen sharing for a second here. And I will just share that tab. It might be easier. Check that out, guys. That is incredible. Wow. The clear coat's drying on it as we speak. I'm definitely going to... Uh, Shout out to KG Guncoat for supplying the paint. Okay, let me, uh, wow, that, that's awesome. And that's just, just, just a little teaser because the magazines have graphics on them. The case is going to have graphics on it. But that's one of the, Things that's going to be coming up later in some of the update videos is the full package reveal. Wow. Oh, it even comes with ammo. That's amazing. Yep. All right. Let me just go ahead. I'll share this next picture right here. Check that out. That is awesome. 
Paracord Sling, 220 round mat. Fox, small pop after. Wow, that's awesome. I want to thank all the all the sponsors. I want to get if you can give me all the sponsors, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a bunch of like some uh, patches and stuff out to everyone. Yeah, no problem. I'll get you the list because I've some of them's contacting through email and etc. I'll get you the contact info. Yeah, that'll be that'll be awesome. Yeah, I gotta contact everybody again. Let them know that we kind of started to release it now. So yeah, we'll start hitting. Up. We'll start start hitting up on other shows out there as well. Um, uh, Get us up on a, a bunch of different. I'll start beating the drums of contacts here and get everyone uh, on there. That is really awesome. I cannot thank you enough for that. It's all good. That's that's one thing my late grandfather, who passed away this year, always told me is if you have, if you are able to, then you should. And I'm able to, so I am. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just open it up. Uh, Rogue Banshee just came in. I know he is kind of a Star Wars fan, so I'm gonna show him the. Uh, this is the rifle that we're gonna be auctioning off to raise funds for Bella Rogue Banshee. I just want to show everyone the. Actually, I just want to look at the pictures myself again. <laughs> All right, check this out. Actually, I'm gonna drop. Let me drop the overlay here. That's not gonna work, is it? Check that out. This is a Star Wars themed rifle that we're going to be auctioning off to raise funds for Bella. That's the first picture, right? Let me go ahead and bring up the second picture here. Wait. This is the second picture. I'm going to bring up. I'm going to bring this down, remove that from there. Stop screen sharing. I'm gonna bring up the next picture here. That is the other side. The auction should be going up uh, any day now. We just have to work out some um, logistics and get it up. Um, but yeah. And I'm gonna show you the list of sponsors here. Let's see. No, that's not it. All right. Well, you know what? I'll just do this. I'll just share the I just sent you the picture of the magazines again, too. Yeah, go ahead and send me that. It, it just went through on Instagram. All right. Just give me one second here. I'm going to share. Here's the list of all the donated donated uh, things and I'm going to here and here is the magazines open image a new tab let's go right over here check that out this is the way the Mandalorian what do you guys think of that is that cool or what I love it I am definitely entering that. That's definitely good news to my ears to hear that you're excited about it and stuff. 
That's uh, that's been the hardest part is keeping some of the stuff and not saying too much. I I am very very excited. Everyone out there, hit that thumbs up because that is really awesome, and I need more thumbs up. Yeah, that is. Uh, I can't I can't thank you enough. Um, that's all I can say. I I just can't thank you enough. And I sent out your patches and stuff, but you should be getting them soon. Oh, that's all good. Yeah, I'm I'm fixing to. I got to order me a patch wall from Coltac. Put all the patches on now. I made one. I just yeah. I was looking into that too. I just got to see what thickness of the material to make one with. I just got like a like a like a pegboard and it got some wrapped it in felt and like glued. It got the spray glue, sprayed it all in there, sprayed it oh, down. Oh yeah, and just that was it. There you go. Yeah. Really Sometimes good. the easy, simplest thing is the easiest. Yeah, it, it definitely is. The simplest thing is the easiest. I mean, I saw patch walls and a little bit, a, a few of them are really pricey. So I made it for like $5 just from like scrap stuff that I found, you know? Yeah, well, that's another skill that I have that a lot of guys don't have anymore, and that's seamstressing. So I can make a wall patch wall or different fabric that's one thing i'm actually going to be doing with my shop is uh doing tailored bulletproof clothing oh, that's really cool i can hook you up with the guys over at safe life defense and if you use code john c at safelifedefense.com you can uh get the save 10 percent off there you go are they the ones that's out of florida i, I believe uh no i think that's uh Florida. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, no, they're not out of Florida. Out of Florida. Um, I actually have a discount code for them too, but I can't remember what, what it is. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. It, it's bad enough. I can't even remember the names. All I remember is it was started by a father wanting to make a panel for his kid's backpack. Yeah. And it's yeah. a mom and pop, small mom and pop company. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Safe like defense. I don't. I'm trying to remember where they are. Um, so, but they actually make really good stuff. Uh, I like Safe Life Defense, and uh, also like um, uh, I, another company called Spartan Armor. There you go. Because I've shot up both of those armors. Yeah, it's um, always a good thing to get a, a idea of how stuff's going to do when you actually put it through some torture yourself. Yeah, uh, both both armors. No, uh, uh, Safe Life is lovely, I guess. Both armors um, survived five, seven rounds. Um, most of the armor I test fail at five seven. Yeah, I was going to say that's a zippy little round right there. That's one of the reasons why they was started it in the first place was for armor penetration. But yeah. of course, that's the military bullets that we don't get. Well, you know, 
I don't know. My friend Austin has something to say about us not having. Yeah, well, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. I just got done messaging him yesterday about working with him on some of that. If you're talking about the same Austin that I think you are. Austin Jones? With uh, Uh, Dagny Dagger? Yeah, Dagny. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. I've been uh, working with, I've been following him for a while. Um, he was just on my show like uh, last week. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I thought that uh, I've seen something, but I forgot which. I get so much stuff that pops up on YouTube that I don't even pay attention to sometimes. Yeah, his, his stuff is legit. I mean, I mean it, it, it is legit penetrating. Austin is a very, very smart guy. Yeah, I, I just got done. I don't even that's I want to say that's probably how I found out about it was one of the suggested things was his recent video on the penetration test. And as soon as I seen that, I was like, all right, I got to reach out now. Yeah, somebody was like, yeah, well, that's one of the well, somebody told me, I don't think you can do it. You would have to be like a rocket scientist to be able to do it. I'm like, all right, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I mean, he's got material. Uh, he is. <laughs> I mean, what 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 exactly is your criteria of a rocket scientist? And there you go. He designs uh, he he designs uh, materials to defeat micro meteors. Yeah, which, I was going to say he's lit. He's literally made spaceship armor. I mean, <laughs> yeah. who, who else can say that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, he uh, he actually developed spaceship armor. So uh, I'm pretty sure. He knows how, and that's like he said, he knows how to defeat it, too. Yeah, he's a material scientist, um, basically. So, basically what he does is he works with materials to try to get uh, them to do certain things. Like, for example, works with materials to be able to shoot a 9mm through uh, soft body armor that's rated for 308 rounds. <laughs> Yeah, like 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 it ain't even there, like nothing. The only thing I have uh, I have concerns with about that is, and he and he'll admit that this is a problem, is, um, is that there is a problem with over penetration if you're looking if you're yep. worried about it over penetrating. Especially considering that core doesn't expand or anything. The outside expands, so whatever hits first is going to have a big, huge cavity, and that hole is going to keep on moving. Yep. That, that round is going to keep on moving through that, through you, through the wall, through. That's fixing to be the uh, one of the videos that was going to be coming out on my channel was testing the 9mm Quake Maker 185 grain heavy for caliber ammo versus the Liberty Civil Defense, 50 grain, light for caliber, 2,000 feet per second that can actually penetrate soft armor. But with it being deer season right now, I respect hunters and stuff, so I don't do any shooting videos when it's hunting season. Yeah. Um, I don't hunt. I'm not a big hunter. I'm a kind of a crybaby. Well, like, it's all like, good. I can send you some deer sausage if you if you like eating it, but don't want to do the work. Nah, I'm not a big fan of deer. 
Um, I, like, I know a lot of people like deer. Uh, I know, like, my father-in-law loves it. But, I mean, you can send me some for him, but right now I'm not a, I, I'm not a big fan of deer. Um, it's all good. It's like one of those things where, you know, you either like it or you don't like it, and I don't like it. It, well, also at the same time, that's one of them things that uh, it makes a big difference if the person knows what they're doing as far as cooking it and preparing it. I've I've had it multiple times and every single time it just it's just not for me. Well, that's another thing. Some people it just like their own thing. Like me, I ain't that big on seafood. I just don't like it. I ain't allergic or nothing. I mean, I eat it occasionally, but it ain't for me. Yeah, Give me some tacos. If I eat seafood, I will be sick of a dog. Yeah, I've I seen your uh, seen the show with Sergeant Peterson, and he was yeah. talking about your fish allergies. I will be sick if I touch it. I don't want to touch it. Don't. It's like poison to me. Yeah, I, I ain't that bad. It's just a mind thing for me. Although when I used to go scuba diving, you know, I'm sure I burst against fish and whatever. But, you know, you're in water, so it doesn't really stand. Yeah, I was say, that's one of them things. It's like they say it's the oil in the air that gets you from the fish. So if you're in water and it's just all spreading around, you're like right with the fish, but yet you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been scuba diving and since I got married. I used to be big. Yeah. I used to have some advanced certifications and stuff like that, but I got married and uh, well, I hurt hurt my back right after I got married, so that probably had a lot to do with it. Yeah, back back stuff ain't no joke. Yeah, yeah. Jared from Guns and Gadgets just had back surgery. Yeah, I seen that, and then he was up and posting and doing some live videos. Like the very next day, I was like, "Man, he's a trooper for sure." Yeah, well, the pain medicine's wearing off now. So, yeah, I was supposed to say you could tell a difference from that first video versus the one he just did today. You could tell a little bit more was kicking in, but I'm glad that he's doing good and that they was able to do what they was trying to. Yeah, I'm glad too. I mean, it's he's a good guy. Uh, I like Jared a lot. One of my favorite YouTubers. Him and yeah, my two favorite YouTubers, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I've watched some of Hank's videos, but I ain't watched him as much as I have Guns and Gadgets and Gun Collective. Yeah, John Patton's a good guy too. So I'm not yeah. going to disparage John Patton or any of the other guys. They're all really good guys. Yeah, so, that's one thing that I found out when I, since I've started trying to reach my way into the, or step my foot into the gun industry, that the majority of the people, whether it's even the owner of a company or someone with a channel or something like that, they're all the friendliest people you can meet for the most part. Yeah, they definitely are. There's a few people I don't like, but I don't like Yeah, I was going to say, for the most part, because I know that there's there's always going to be that one knucklehead out there that kind of makes everybody else look bad. But for the most part, 
it's it's been surprising how uh approachable and uh communicative everybody is yeah i like those guys um i definitely do um there are some classy guys um like hank and, and jared and all but i've been on their show a lot so yeah that's what i was gonna say it was it was I, because of your uh your appearance on the live video with him that I found out about your niece, Bella, and that's when everything started rolling on the This Is The Way project. Yeah, Jared has some of the most, uh, some of his fans are some of the most kind-hearted people I've ever met. So, uh, let's get into some other subjects. What do you think of the whole Honey Badger situation? Yeah, that's one that I've been following for a while now because it's been it, from me being someone from the outside. I don't have AR pistols. I just like one of them, someone looking through a magazine and you know just admiring it that way. But I've followed it since when they did their "Oh, you can shoulder it," and then 2015, you can't shoulder it none, and then you can some, and then now with them coming after them, I can see how it appears that it's like targeting that one specific thing because they might they're not quite like a budget type thing but they're not the highest priced one so they're in the middle there instead of uh i forgot whose video i've seen it on but they was just mentioning the same thing about that they're going after them to try to test the waters instead of going after braces all together yeah very powerful and, and they have a lot of money um i talked to the sp tactical guys uh, uh quite a bit and they're like and they're a good group of people i really like SP tactical people yeah that's uh, who it was it was they was on uh guns and gadgets uh just recently yeah often often is the president often uh and that just goes to show how shady some of them people up in the government will be with them knowing that they're working, working on some kind of rules and this and that. And then they're still going to turn around and try to do something through a, a different Avenue. Well, yeah, they went to criminal Avenue because the civil Avenue was out of the question. You got to remember the people that, that are like the run, the ATF, the Trump thing is ATF nomination. Haven't been able to get it through. So the people that are in charge of the ATF are bureaucrats. They're not actually Trump people, and they're not placed yeah. there by Trump. Um, so that that is one thing. I have it on good authority that the that the deputy uh, director of the ATF, acting deputy director of the ATF, hates braces, like absolutely, yeah. hates, like drops the f bomb about them sometimes. It, it really, and. Uh, I, I had to confirm, but today I got more documents that just confirm it, confirm already new. So I was hoping to get documents that says something new about braces, but no, it just said the same. It was just more proof to what I've already had. So I didn't really need it, but it's nice to have. I think one good thing that is coming out of this is it is bringing to light that there has been talks about coming coming together on some kind of standards or 
whatever for the braces and stuff because that ain't really been talked about publicly much and now with it being like a big snafu with them coming out it's bringing a lot of that stuff to light and like you said some of the stuff that's going on in the higher up behind the scenes is getting brought out to for people to know now yeah i mean and braces are they're you know they're um they're a-okay um they're by by they're legal um they've always said that they were legal and i mean i don't know what else they want um and that's what one thing that uh made me want to get into the gun and starting my own channel and stuff like that in the first place is trying to get more uh education stuff out there because there's so much that's misinformation about guns and stuff like that or people that might not be fans of uh ar-15s or some semi-autos but yet they are like what people would call a fud they're going to sit there and if someone was to ask them about a brace they ain't going to know the difference between a brace or a stock or this or that and they're going to say it ain't it ain't a big deal yeah uh, let me Which show is you the same thing people were saying about bump stocks and then they let that go well let me show you this um what i have here um this might clear up a little bit of information and a lot of people haven't seen this i guarantee you that most of the people out there watching this stream have not seen this anywhere so it's an exclusive just for you guys um so i'm going to go ahead and share my screen here uh, let me go here uh, I don't want to share the wrong one. Share the wrong one. It will. Uh... Yeah, don't share the Pornhub screen. No, it's not. I'm not trying to do that. Uh... Okay, let me just take a look in the background here. All right. Yeah, here it is. I, I don't want to show like uh, too much information about where I got this from or whatnot. That's the whole thing. This is uh, the letter that was sent to SP Tactical. Uh, this is not a released letter. SP Tactical, don't be pissed off at me. But uh, the, Mark Barnes is the attorney for SP Tactical. So this is definitely SP Tactical. And I will show you right down here. This is their PDW brace. That's a letter that was determined. And that's the PDW brace right there. On yep. SIG. So then it's still classified as SIG. The only issue the ATF had with it, and I'll show you what it was. They're showing how it's to be used. Uh if do you see these little these little bumps? Yeah. The ATF said that those little bumps could be used to uh to the raised ridges, it could be used to make the bracelet slippable if used as a as a stock so they said if you take that off you're a-okay okay and you see right here it says not designed to be shouldered and the raised ridges are removed from the rear of the brace 
what got Q into trouble, apparently, and this is from ATF sources, is because some of their advertisements showed it being shouldered. Yeah. And that right there is not a good thing you want to show. You're trying to celebrate. So yeah, especially more, that's part of your marketing and advertisement. It's kind of hard to argue against that, that that's not what you was doing when you're doing it on video. Yeah, so that's basically what got him into trouble. But that's one thing that I'm hoping comes out of all of this one way or another is that it 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 forces it there to be some kind of standards one way or the other about what constitutes a brace versus what doesn't constitute a brace. I mean, I, honestly, I don't care what the ad says. I don't think that they should be banned. And I think that Q, I don't think Q broke any laws. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that it's, it, it doesn't make sense for them to just automatically say the pistol as a whole is now a rifle versus when they're really just, it's one part that's an accessory. It doesn't change what the receiver is. It doesn't change what the actual firearm is. It doesn't change any fun and any physical functions of the gun, whether it's the trigger mechanism, the bolt, none, none of that's changed. It's just a accessory. Yeah. Yeah, the ATF has learned overreach from our dear sweet government. They have definitely have done that. Yep. When you when you look over when you look up overreach in the dictionary, you see a picture of the ATF. <laughs> that is definitely true. The ATF have definitely overreached, and they're going to continue to overreach until we fight back again. Reach back. That's what I was going to say. It's, 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 it, nothing's going to stop it until they get confronted. Someone has to put them in check. Yeah, um, I know we're all geared up at GOA to put them in the check. We're going to try to put them in the check at least. Yeah, and I heard about what y'all are doing, and I'm all for that. Yeah, we, we like to rattle cages over at GOA. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to getting involved in some more of that anyway. I've been talking to you about a little bit of that anyway, so I'm definitely keeping up on all that stuff. Yeah, we definitely do. We rattle cages a lot. That's one thing I can say. Y'all definitely put your actions where your mouth is. Y'all don't, don't just say you're going to do something. Y'all are out there doing it unlike other groups that I won't mention. No, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say like anything. That, but, you know, it, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just glad, like, when I was my age and stuff, I was growing, getting into guns uh, recently. I wasn't always into guns growing up i mean my dad and grandpa had them and all that kind of stuff but there was so much that i learned after college that i learned was different than what i thought as far as guns i remember buying my first pistol and then looking everywhere online and asking people okay where do i got to register it 
it's like there there is no registry but i grew up always thinking that oh you get a gun you got to register it yeah a lot of people think that and that's just not the case you know unless you live certain places like california and new york and stuff like that but for the most part in free america Why would you want to live in California? Well, I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't even. The weather might be nice. I don't know. I've never been. I've been, I've been other places that had pretty good weather without all of the downsides. But then again, I don't think I'd want to be anywhere where they got a bunch of earthquakes neither. That was used to be the only things that scared me when I was little as far as movies went i loved monster movies horror movies whatever it was the natural disaster movies that always freaked me out that walking downtown and then all of a sudden the streets just open up yeah i mean i don't know i i guess you're a fan of the uh that 2012 thing Yes, I, I, I enjoy that. I, I, I will admit I've had probably three or four copies because I've done went through a couple of DVDs worth of that movie. Really? Yeah, that's a, definitely an interesting uh, definitely an interesting um, movie. Yeah, the thing that I liked about it is a lot of the stuff that was in it, yeah, it's, it's mostly uh, like what-if type scenarios, but a lot of the different things, you can actually look up the different science and stuff behind it as far as the different weather patterns and stuff like that and the temperature changing. And that way more than I can think of off the top of my head. But like I said almost everything in it, you can look it up, and it's based on some kind of, science even though it ain't something like that might not necessarily happen for another 400 billion years or something but it's all based in science yeah yeah it definitely is um it's all it is all based in science yeah, uh, it, yeah it's a I don't know. I mean, I like disaster movies too. I don't know if I like them as much as you do, but <laughs> well, I didn't say I liked disaster movies. I said disaster movies was what freaked me out when I was little, instead of monster movies freaking me out. Yeah, but don't you like stuff that freaks you out? Well, yeah, I mean, but I wouldn't say I go out of my way to look up a disaster movie. <laughs> I like I, I the type of movies I like I really like is like the end of the world type stuff, the Armageddon type movies. Yeah. Well, I can see where that's coming from. Yeah, I don't know. It's like Book of Eli, for example. I love Book of Eli. I was I was just gonna say as soon as you mentioned that I was gonna say you probably like Book of Eli then. Oh, I love Book of Eli. I love the twist at the end of that movie. Yeah. Um, oh, when he's uh, 
Well, that's another thing that it's funny to bring up that uh, I just seen a meme the other day talking about uh, Mad Max took place next year. So. Oh, really? I think it was saying Mad Max. It was one of them post-apocalyptic movies took place in 2021. Might be Mad Max. And the way we're going, it's probably going to come to Mad Max. I was just going to say, the way everything's going right now is headed more towards a Mad Max type movie than or, or a situation than people would think about. Hopefully, without all the nuclear disasters beforehand. Yeah. I, Which, I, speaking, I, of, uh, speaking of movies, have you seen the movie The Domestics? No, I haven't. I'll send you a link about that later. It's an awesome movie to watch, if nothing else, for the gunplay in that movie. And it's a lot of realistic gunplay as far as the handling and all that stuff and the reloads it's pretty accurate that's the first movie a modern movie that's not a cowboy movie that i've seen where they actually have a full-on firefight with one of the characters using a lever action and reloading the two mag lever action in the middle of being shot at with ak's and stuff like that and then shooting the 40 i'm assuming it's a 45 70 but shooting that at people and going through the side of a car through a person and stuff like that. Yeah, you are right. Tyvin says that Mad Max is a 2021 movie. Now, is that the original Mad Max or is that Beyond Thunderdome or? I'm assuming it's talking about the original one. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that movie. I like Thunderdome, but uh, Fury Road with a Freaking phenomenal movie. But yeah, and that, that movie Domestics, I don't know uh, how it was advertised or exactly when it came out. That was another one that I found from a suggestion on YouTube. Something popped out about the final gunfight scene, and I said, man, I got to see that movie. Is it the one with uh, Kate Bosworth? I'm not sure uh, the names of the actress in it, but it's basically like a post-apocalyptic America, and they're trying to travel halfway across the Midwest to meet her parents or something like that. I think I might have found it. Um, let me just share. I'll, share. I'll share my screen to see. I was going to say, I know they got the trailer and different stuff on YouTube about it. Oh. Yes, that's it, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to watch it, man. Now, now that you have me watching this shit, um, damn, gotta watch the movie. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you won't be disappointed. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. Even even if the story and the acting ain't that great, it's it's got a lot of good uh, gun stuff in it and the scenarios and stuff are pretty good i read a good book last night about the rhodesian civil war yeah it was good uh yeah uh, colonel brown one of my uh mentors uh actually fought in the rhodesian civil war um he founded uh he will he used to uh 
publish uh, Soldier of Fortune magazine? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, Cardinal Brown is a mentor of mine. Well, I would have show, but he uh, doesn't hear very well. Um, he emailed me twice today. I got to email him back. But yeah, he doesn't hear me very well. But I definitely, he's definitely a great, great guy. Rogue Banshee, I'll see you later, man. We're almost done here. Yeah, Carl Brown is. That's great say, it looks like we almost at the hour mark anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta do some stuff. I'm, I'm under deadline for a couple of different articles. I turned in one, but now I'm under deadline for another one. So I just needed a little break. And that's why I decided to do a podcast. Well, I'm glad I was able to help give you a, a, a break. Yeah, if you, guys don't, if you guys don't know, I'm a journalist. I am a full-fledged journalist that, that, do, that does my own research, not like other people. Um, before I go, I just want to let everyone know on the 24th is the two-way rally, which is being held online. <sighs> What, what can we do? But I'm speaking at it, and I turned in my video today, and my video is going to go over some of the stuff that I found out using my research about the anti-gun groups out there. But, so what? Yeah. You don't you don't report fake news? Is that what you're saying? I do not report fake news. Everything that I report is verified by me. It's not uh, like you have like it's the way it goes. This is how the sausage is made. Uh, a group will email an article pitching a story, and they and they'll say, "Here, here's all this, all these sources." So if you email me an article pitching a story and you give me all the sources, I throw away your sources and start doing research myself on it. Then if I find out it's real, then I will report on it. But until then, I won't. So um, a lot of people will beat me to the punch, but my research is used. Usually gonna have or Amelian's research is usually gonna have something that you don't usually see in the other articles um, because we do our own research and uh, we're less likely to get caught with fake news. Yeah, well, when you have stuff that's literally verifiable, that's what the news is supposed to be. It's not like that though anymore, man. No. That's not journalism anymore, man. Journalism is for the clicks, man. It's for the views. Yeah. Oh, you don't have a hundred thousand subscribers. You ain't nobody. Yeah. Well, I got, I got two hundred thousand readers for each article I drop. So there you go. I, I might not be the biggest YouTuber, but I, but I, I do get massive amount of hits on every article. Like if I drop my article, if I drop it today by tomorrow, I have two hundred thousand views. Well, there you go. And that goes to show that people is interested in the work that you put out too. Well, people read more than what people think they do. Especially yeah, stuff online. Yeah, a lot of people at work, they can't watch a video, but they can read something. All right, man. Well, I'm going to give you the final word, but let me just uh, do my plugs. 2,000 subscribers will be giving away the Mantis X10 Elite, and once I get, let's see how many more subscribers I need. If you're not a subscriber, subscribe because we're about eight subscribers away from giving away a book and a patch. Uh, let me just see here. I don't have my thing, so 
So, yeah, we're eight subscribers away from giving away a book and a patch and 208 subscribers away from giving a $100 gift certificate away to Uncle Sam's Misguided Children. Um, you can visit all my links at crumpy.com. I'm not going to beat you over the head. Everything from Black Swan Tactical, you get 10% off with code crumpy. Um, everything sold on Black Swan Tactical goes to Bella. Everything on my Patreon goes to Bella at patreon.com slash John Crump. You can find all that at crumpy.com. Um, I want to thank everyone for watching. And I'm going to give the final word to Swamp Dog's Armory Own, Cody Slocum. And, yeah. yeah, just want to say thanks and check out my YouTube channel. I'll be posting new videos soon. And keep an eye out for the updates on Project This Is The Way. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, I will see you tomorrow. Bye.